Hello guys, this is the Fast Rig. This is I'm on Aziz. We got Anthony in the background editing these videos, and then we got here my co-host Luch, Phil, and his brother Mike today. How we doing, everybody? What's going on, guys? What's up, everyone? Today is a different type of episode. Uh, I know previously we've been talking about predictions on what will happen in the playoffs and whatnot, but today, right now, with the first half of the NBA season going on and a great season and the second one having started a few games back, uh, we'll be giving you updates on what teams will be rising in the rankings and what teams will be falling. A lot of injuries have happened, so we don't know what will happen for sure, but we'd like to give our uh, small take on each and every single team. Uh, Luch, you said you'd like to start first? Yeah, I'd like to go first. I have the standings pulled up on my phone here. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Eastern Conference. Keep it short and simple. Uh, so the first seed is Philly. Second seed is Brooklyn. Third seed is Milwaukee. Fourth seed is New York. Fifth seed is the Hornets. The sixth seed is the Hawks. That's just uh, all six seeds are automatically in the playoffs already. Um, then the play-in tournament is the seventh seed Boston. Eighth seed Miami. Ninth seed Indiana. And the tenth seed Chicago. Okay. Keeping things short. Uh, I think, honestly... First things first, I think Brooklyn's going to take it all. I think Brooklyn's going to take the Eastern Conference crown from Philly. I'm not sure when uh, uh, Joel Embiid's going to be back soon. He had a gruesome knee injury. Uh, I think Philly, I mean, even though Philly has been doing pretty well without Embiid, uh, Ben Simmons definitely been picking up his workload, definitely getting points, getting dubs every night, uh, doing his part for sure. But uh, I think Philly's going to end up in the second seed when the season's over. And you know what? With how I'm going to give the New York Knicks the third seed by the end of the season, and I'll tell you why. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know, very surprising. But New York has been balling has been balling out of their minds recently. No doubt in my mind, I think New York is very capable of getting a high seed in the playoffs. They're the fourth seed right now. They're only two games above 500, which is honestly very good for the Knicks' sake because. The Knicks have been struggling for the past few seasons, and it's about damn time they finally have at least a decent winning season. But Milwaukee, I think they're going to start collapsing a little bit. Uh, Giannis, I'm I'm not sure if he's hurt or not. I don't think he is. Uh, but yeah, I mean Drew Holiday, you know a lot of good pieces they have, but I'm not sure if they're going to. They've been losing. They they lost to the Knicks the other night. I mean with a team with a playoff caliber team like the Bucks with Giannis, the reigning MVP. I'm not sure if that's going to hold up for them too long. So, I honestly, I can see the Knicks taking the third seed from Milwaukee and Milwaukee settling for the for the fourth seed. The fifth seed, Charlotte Hornets, they are definitely going to fall off for sure. Uh, the loss of LaMelo Ball is definitely heartbreaking for them. Uh, I mean, they're only one game above 500. Uh, I don't think it's going to hold up for too long because I know Charlotte definitely depended on LaMelo a lot. I mean, he was. I don't think he was a starter yet, but he definitely did his part. Fortunately, uh, is now confirmed out for the season with a wrist injury. Uh, the fifth seed, I have. I'm gonna have. You know what? I'm gonna have the Miami Heat. Miami Heat at the fifth seed. I mean, with a huge addition of Victor Oladipo, uh, it's a big, big win for the Heat. Uh, not really giving up too much. They gave up Kelly Olynyk and someone, another player. I forgot their name, but I remember is Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk was uh, traded. Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Avery Bradley and Kelly Olenek were traded for Oladipo. Uh, I think Miami can definitely capitalize on that, so that's why I have him at the fifth seed. Sixth seed, uh, 
The Atlanta Hawks, a game over 500. Uh, you know what? I could see Chicago going on a bit, a little bit of a run. I could see them taking the sixth seed if they put their minds to it. Um, I know for damn well sure that Chicago's capable of going on a run, even though they have a tight, a tough schedule. I think I'm pretty sure Chicago is capable of um, going on a run with Vucevic, as we just talked on the recent episode of the Fast Break. Uh, they have they just acquired Vucevic, Zach Levine, Kobe White. Laurie Marketing, they have they have a good they have a good core going, so we'll see if that picks up. Um, so that's what I have for the top six. Uh, seventh seed Boston, I don't think that's going to change. Um, eighth seed, it really comes down to the play-in tourneys, the play-in tournaments. Uh, I think Boston, and Indiana are going to be the seventh and eighth seed. The ninth seed, you know what? Maybe Toronto could get lucky. If Toronto goes on a little bit of a run, they are a few games under five hundred. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think I'm missing one more seed. And actually, you know, I think the Hawks are actually going to fall all the way down to the 10th seed. Because giving away Rondo, I mean, I, it wasn't really a huge, not really a huge deal for Atlanta. But, I mean, acquiring Lou Will, I mean, he's going to come off the bench. I mean, he can only do so much. It's all depending on Trey, John Collins, Clint Capella, Bogdan Bogdanovich. And uh, Danilo Gallinari, which is a good starting five, but if they stay healthy, they could go a long way. If they if they get hurt, then they could start paying the consequences and falling down in the seating. So that's what I have for the East. Now for the West, keep things short. Even though Utah has been on a tear, they are thirty four and eleven. I still have LA somehow coming back on top and making ground and possibly taking the crown back as reigning Western Conference champions. I know it sounds crazy, but I know LeBron, AD, and Drummond would be a fantastic big three and can definitely make up ground on the Jazz. So that's why I have the Lakers at the number one spot. The number two spot, I have the Jazz. I mean, what else can you say about the Jazz? Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, uh, Joe Ingles, uh, and the rest of the, that core being led by a head coach, Quinn Snyder. Definitely has his, cut, his work cut out for him. Uh, definitely deserves a second seed. Third seed, I, I'm going to give it to Phoenix. I'm giving it to Phoenix over LA for these reasons. Uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, DeAndre, or DeAndre Ayton, and Mikel Bridges. Definitely a nice core right there going. I mean, Chris Paul, one hell of a leader in the locker room, and uh, that's why, that's a big part of their success right now this season. Uh, they didn't. They weren't even in the playoffs a year ago. They were 8-0 in the, in the bubble. They were very close to squeezing a spot into the Western Conference playoffs, but came up short, even though going 8-0. But I have LA, Utah, and Phoenix so far as the top three. Now we can move on to number four. I'm going to give it to Denver. I'll give it to Denver, and I put the Clippers at number five. First, Denver. We all know Nikola Jokic uh, being a beast out this season, most likely a frontrunner for the MVP due to the injuries to other superstars like Embiid, LeBron, KD, etc., um, the newly acquired Aaron Gordon, uh, JaVale McGee, Paul Millsap, Bull Bull, um, and Gary Harris. No, Gary Harris just tried, just got traded, my bad. And uh, Jamal Murray. Definitely key pieces for that Denver squad, being led by coach uh, head coach Mike Malone. So I could see Denver having big things moving into the fourth spot. And then the fifth spot, I have the Clippers. I think the Clippers are just going to start falling apart. I mean, they're at the third seed right now, a few games above the Lakers. It's, I mean, just acquiring Rajon Rondo, as we just talked on the recent episode, on the last episode, uh, it's not really going to, 
I don't really think it's going to affect them too much. I'm not sure if they're going to even start him. They're probably going to stay with Pat Bev, Patrick Beverly at the one. So that's where I have the Clippers and Nuggets. And then the sixth seed, I'm just going to stay Port Portland's going to stay put. I think they're going to be a very consistent team. I mean, Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, you know, they, they do their thing on a nightly basis. Nothing else to be said about that. Now we head to the play-in tournaments. I think Dallas is going to take the seventh seed over the Spurs. Uh, I mean, just lost LaMarcus Aldridge, which was not really a too big of a loss for them, but definitely a key part for that uh, DeMar DeRozan-LaMarcus Aldridge duo. But now DeMar DeRozan has to carry the load all by himself. Um, the eighth seed, I'm going to give it to Memphis. I'll give it to Memphis. Uh, Memphis, John Morant. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jaron Jackson should be back soon. If not, he's back already. I'm not sure. But uh, we all know what Memphis can do with that young core. Uh, hopefully they can... Uh, Prove themselves in this play in twenty because they're they're the ninth seed right now. Hopefully they could uh, improve. Uh, the ninth seed, I will give it to Golden State. I'll give it to Golden State uh, for these reasons. Uh, Curry, Steph Curry. What else is there to be said about him? He's just an inspirational guy. Gets you threes. He's just one of the cheesiest players in the game. Uh, the ten seed, rounding it out. I think personally, even though San Antonio is doing really good, it could it's gonna I'm on the fence with either San Antonio or Sacramento taking the tenth seed. I mean, yeah, I talked about the Spurs with DeMar DeRozan, definitely an all should have been an all star. I mean was very he was snubbed uh the season from the all star game. But uh, Sacramento, I mean they're only a few four games under five hundred. Which is not bad for Sacramento. I mean, yeah, they've been struggling for a few years now, but uh they can definitely make up some ground. Uh the 10th seed I'm still on the fence with, but uh, that's who I have for the, uh, the conference standings, uh, and that's those are my predictions. Okay, all right, so some definitely some interesting choices. Um, I don't know what basketball you've been watching, because I think, I think we've been watching um, two different um, leagues, but... <laughs> um, I'm sorry, bro, but something I'm going to have to disagree with is... Well, I'm, I'm going to just go with the East uh, first, and then I'll go with the West. Um, so I agree with you. Um, I, I have the Nets at one. I mean, that's pretty obvious at this point. Um, <laughs> with their roster, um, they're playing crazy without KD and Kyrie as of recent. Um, so adding them is only going to be better. And of course, Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, you know, Claxton, Landry Shamit. We know their team. Number one seed. It's pretty obvious. Uh, I got the Sixers at number two. John Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris. That's a great team. Uh, um, you lost me when you had the Knicks at number three. I'm sorry, bro. I, all right, listen. The Knicks are playing good this year. I, I will say it. I'll give them credit. Julius Randle. Mitch Robinson's been hurt. Uh, you know, RJ Barrett's been playing really good. I would definitely say the Knicks are playing better than I think a lot of people thought. But, bro, I don't know. Number three, that that is pushing it. Um, I have the Bucks at number three. Um, now they, I believe, were the first seed, um, the last two years. And again, you know, I was talking about before. Giannis has never really been the best in the playoffs, but regular season, he he's been, you know, a beast. You know, he won MVP the last two years, and um, I think it's a little disrespectful that you had the the Knicks over the Bucks. Um, again, I love Giannis. He's one of my favorite players, two-time MVP. Um, I don't see how you have the Knicks over them, personally. Um, that, to me, just doesn't really make any sense. 
Um, that's a little disrespectful to Giannis. Um, again, he's been crazy in the regular season. And to have the Knicks over him, I think, is a little too far. Um, I had the Heat at number four. Uh, you know, adding Oladipo just made them even stronger. We saw last year they made it to the NBA Finals. That team is grit and grind. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Victor Oladipo, Tyler Hero. Um, they got Andre Al, who I know, you know, he's older now, but that team has a lot of talent. And um, I have them at number four. And I actually have the Celtics, um, you know, coming up. I know, I know right now they're very disappointing. Uh, they are currently seventh seed. I have them coming up to the fifth. Um, I just think that they'll they'll play better. I know they have to, you know, pick it up. Um, but I just think that they'll they'll start playing better. I have the Knicks at number six. Um, I know right now they're playing really well. They're the fourth seed, but I just think that they're going to drop a little bit. Um, right now they're fourth, but if of course, like I was saying, the Knicks are playing unreal. Julius Randle is having a crazy year, and. And um, they're a good team, I will say, but I just think that the sixth seed is good for them right now. I'm going to go with the Hawks at number seven. Again, the Hawks are a great team. Um, I just think that the teams that I named above them are, are just playing really good. And I just think that ultimately they're going to remain, you know, they're a good team, but... The East is, you know, even though I'm saying that the West is better, I still think the East is still competitive, of course. So I have them there. Uh, number eight is tough. Um, I think I'm going to go with the, the Raptors. And again, I know they're not playing well right now. They're the 11th seed. But I still think that they're going to come up. They're going to make the playoffs. Um, Kyle Lowry, you know, uh, OG Ananobi, Siakam. You know, they, they got a team right now. They're not playing like it. Um, but I think they're going to come up. I have the Hornets at number nine. Now, I think initially I didn't have the Hornets making it. Um, LaMelo's injury is definitely something that is going to hurt them. It will definitely hurt them. Uh, he's having, you know, he was rookie year up until this point. Um, you know, unfortunately now he won't be winning it because he, you know, he got hurt, but LaMelo has been crazy. Um, and he was a huge reason for the Hornets being where they were, you know, are right now, they're the fifth seed. But I see them dropping quite significantly. Of course, they have Gordon Hayward, P.J. Washington. Um, they have Miles Bridges, Rozier. Uh, they mentioned already Gordon Hayward. They have a nice team. They have um, Bismack Biyombo. You know, they have they have um, a lot of good players, solid players. But I think losing Lamelo will hurt them ultimately. And then I have the Bulls at number ten. And I know this is crazy. I left out the Indiana Pacers. Um, I think honestly, it's between the Pacers. Pacers and Bulls for the 10th. Now, that seems like I'm underestimating the Pacers, but right now, and you know, of course they did get Karis LeVert, so there's definitely a chance that they can go up, but for some reason, I don't know, they just haven't really been that good as of recent, and um, I, I don't know, I, I just think that they're not playing how they should be. They were playing pretty good in the beginning of the year. I think they were top three seed, top two, and they just fell off significantly. Um, you know, they definitely Definitely have good players. Of course, they have Brogdon, they have Sabonis, Lavert, Miles Turner. They definitely have a team, but I don't know. I just feel like they've been pretty disappointing recently. Um, so that's going to be my, you know, top ten for the East. Now the West is a little tr tricky. Um, and again, Luch, as much as I love, the, you know, LeBron and the Lakers, um, 
I don't see how it's possible for them to be the number one seed. I, I just don't. I mean, again, they, they did pick up Drummond, which is going to be huge for them. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's possible for them to finish first. You know, LeBron and AD um, are going to be out for at least the next, well, I think AD will probably be out for at least another three weeks, possibly, possibly four. And LeBron, they're saying five to six. So let's just even say he comes back four to five, LeBron. So they both come back within the next month. Uh, um, I, I don't see how it's possible for them to get the number one seed. I, I don't think it is physically. I mean, they've been playing terrible recently. Again, Drummond will help, no doubt. But they have a tough schedule. I think they have one of the tougher schedules in the whole NBA um, as far as who they're playing. So I do not see them as number one. I got the Jazz as the number one seed. They're playing really well right now. Um, they have been playing well the whole year. And, you know, like I was saying, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Clarkson, Mike Conley. They got a nice team. At the two seed, and this is another spot where I was confused a little with your rankings. He was at the five, which I think is, again, a little disrespectful. Um, not a huge Clippers fan, but I got to give Kawhi respect. Picking up Rondo just made them even better. And, you know, right now they're the third seed. They're actually, you know, they're tied with Phoenix as far as wins. But, you know, you having them at number five, um, to me, didn't really make any sense. Um, so I have them at number two. I got the Nuggets actually at number three. Um, I have the Nuggets. They're right now they're the fifth seed, but I have the Lakers dropping and I have the Suns dropping. I have the Nuggets at number three. Adding Aaron Gordon, adding JaVale McGee only makes their team stronger. And yeah, they're they're definitely a threat in the West. So I have the Nuggets at number three. I got the Phoenix Suns at number four. I know right now they're the second seed, but um, I see them slipping a little bit. They'll still be, I believe they'll, they'll still remain top four. But right now, um, I just don't know if they'll continue. Um, you know, of course, DeAndre Ayton, he's been having a great year. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, he is 35, I believe. And he is another player. We mentioned Rondo with his IQ. Chris Paul, one of the highest IQs we've ever seen in basketball. He knows how to play. He knows, you know, his passing vision, his court vision is, is unbelievable. And again, another player I feel like I haven't really appreciated, Chris Paul. Um, last year, you saw what he did with Thunder. I didn't even think that team was going to make the playoffs, if I'm just going to be honest with you. And he took Houston to seven. Uh, Chris Paul was a huge part of the Thunder success. And, uh, he, you know, the Phoenix right now is the number two seed. They didn't even make the playoffs last year. Of course, they went undefeated in the bubble. But ultimately, they did not make the playoffs. You had Chris Paul. Look at that. They're the number two seed right now. So Chris Paul, his presence is huge. And, um, yeah, just someone who needs to be respected more in the NBA. Now, as much as this hurts me to say, I have the Lakers at number five. And the reason being is that they're going to slip. Um, adding Drummond, of course, like I was mentioning before, they're going to do better. But I don't think I don't see them having a better record than the Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, or Jazz. Um, I, you know, it's losing LeBron and AD is a huge, huge loss to this team. I mean, they are going to struggle. And there's only so much Drummond can do to this team right now. Um, Gasol has not been playing too well. Wesley Matthews, again, I mentioned this, he, he's not playing too well. Kuzma needs to step it up. I think Caruso needs to step it up. All these players have to step it up. Schroeder's been playing pretty well. Um, I think he needs to play a little better, but even Schroeder, he, he's been having a pretty good year. So... I can't really get mad at him. Montrez has been playing well. Uh, KCP's been playing pretty well. 
THT, you know, he's young, upcoming, and he's been playing pretty well for them. But I need to say, I need to see Marcus Gasol and Wesley Matthews, I think, the most needing to step up. And I feel like Kyle Kuzma also, um, you know, right now, Drummond, of course, will be their best player. But up until them getting Drummond, it was Kuzma as the number one option. And I don't think that he did his role good enough. So I need to see them step up. But I will, I, you know, it hurts me to say I have the Lakers as the fifth seed. At number six, I'm going to go with the Trailblazers. Right now, they are at six. I will have them staying at six. Dame Dollar, TJ McCollum came back, I believe, a week or two ago. Nurka came back the other day. They're looking good. You know, they, they of course, they have Ennis Cantor. They have Mello. Um, they're a well-rounded team. Um, and, of course, Damian Lillard is playing crazy this year. I mean, he's, again, another player who has consistently been putting up numbers on the stat sheet and continues to do so this year. He's easily one of the top point guards, one of the top players right now in the NBA. And his presence on the court is great. Great passer, great shooter. Again, knows the game of basketball. Uh, CJ McCollum, up until he got hurt, I believe it was a foot injury, he was playing great. Um, so having him back is definitely, him and Lillard is definitely a scary combo. And then, of course, you have Nurkic, you have Melo. Uh, they also have Anthony Simons, who won the dunk contest. He's solid for them. So they have a definitely a well-rounded team. Now, going down, it's a little tough. I think I'm going to have the Mavericks at number seven. Right now, they're eight. They're uh, up. Right now, they're only just one. They're tied right now at San Antonio. They have one more loss. I think they're going to go up to the seventh seed. Um, of course, Luca and KP, they're a great duo. Fun to watch. Luca, you know, he's 21, and he puts up triple doubles. He puts up stats. Porzingis, great pick-and-pop player. Can certainly shoot and um, post up. He's seven foot three, so he's got height. He's, you know, he's a shot blocker. I mean, as far as, you know, he's lengthy, so he could definitely get blocks. And, he'll, you know, he's a great player to have. Uh, at number eight, I'm going to go with the Warriors. Um, it seems a little low. I know, I mean, right now they're 10th. Uh, Curry will definitely, they'll definitely be in the playoffs. As long as Curry comes back, they're going to be in the playoffs. It's Steph Curry. Chef Curry also having a crazy season. Uh, he, he was, you know, out last year, broken hand. But, and, you know, he got hurt recently, tailbone injury. But Curry's been playing great, and they'll definitely be in the playoffs. I think I'm going to go with the San Antonio Spurs at number nine. Um, they got a great team, of course, Coach Popovich, um, arguably the greatest coach of all time. And of course, Rosen, and, you know, they don't have Aldridge anymore, but they got they got Jakob Potl, who's been solid for them. Patty Mills, you know, he's getting older, but he's solid for them as well. Just a great overall team. Um... I mean, like I said, his IQ is, is, you know, crazy. He knows how to coach anybody and can get anyone in check. His IQ is, um, you know, something that a lot of coaches can't really say that they have. So he is definitely going to coach them to the playoffs. I am no, no doubt Popovich is, he's a wizard. Let me just tell you, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. He might be a boring coach as far as, you know, back in the Tim Duncan days. But let me tell you, he knows how to win. Um... Back when they had Tim Duncan, David Robinson, of course, they won in 2014. He knows how to coach a team. And at number 10, I'm going to go with the Memphis Grizzlies. Again, another team that they're at number nine, so I have them just slipping into the number 10 spot. Is another team that, you know, right now they got John Morant going crazy. Uh, Jaron Jackson is yet to return. They still have Kyle Anderson, though. And um, that is, you know, a, a, again, a solid team. 
Jaron Jackson has not played at all this year. I believe um, it's a knee injury, and uh, he hasn't played a single game this year, but I believe he will come back um, the middle of next month and will only add to the success of this team. Um, so they will make the play-in tournament. And yeah, those are my rankings for the seeds for the East and West. Uh, Mike, would you like to go next? Uh, I'll go after you. All right, bro. Uh, well, I'm just going to keep it really short and sweet right now. So for my first seed, it'd be the Sixers. Uh, I know I'm beads at right now, but regular season-wise, I think the Sixers are going to end up on top. Uh, they've been playing great without him. I saw something where they were 8-2 and two without him, and that's just amazing to me. Ben Simmons is still one of the leading people for uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Tobias Harris is playing at an all-star level, and they are well-coached by Doc Rivers. And meanwhile, for backup centers, they obviously have one of the best in the league, in my opinion, in Dwight Howard, who was a backup for the Lakers when they won the championship, and he's just been amazing. Uh, I believe he actually started a few games in the playoffs last year, too, so to bring in that presence is amazing, and uh, so they shouldn't totally freak out with Embiid out. Yes, he's one of the leading MVP candidates, but not to worry, you know, with Ben Simmons and the rest of the crew. Uh, the second seed, they got the Nets. They've just been playing out of their minds, even without Durant and Irving. Uh, Harden's over there still, making sure everything's going smooth. Number three, we got the Bucks. I mean, I don't think there should be a question, no offense, Luch, that uh, the Bucks should be third place, but Giannis being a back-to-back -back MVP. And there's nothing really, nobody really ever questioned them during the regular season, because they've always been a regular season team, but it's always been uh, questions about them in the postseason, so... That's what we're going to wonder about this year. Uh, four, I got the Hawks. Uh, ever since Lloyd Pierce unfortunately got fired, uh, Nate McMillan st uh, stepped into his role, and he's just been doing a phenomenal job with them. I believe they only lost one game under them, and they won, I believe, like nine games, I think. It was like they won nine games, lost one. I could be totally wrong with that, but I know that they've been doing amazing under him, and they've been rising the rankings. He... I have them at five. Uh, they just added Victor Oladipo for uh, Kelly for uh, trading Kelly Olynyk and then uh, Avery Bradley. They also picked up Trevor Ariza, who's a huge uh, three and D guy. They got to replace Dre Crowder from last season, so that makes up for the woes. Uh, I think he's going to do a great job of uh, filling in that void, like I just said. Uh, and Victor Oladipo, he's going to be that extra guy that. You know, like, when they lost to the Lakers, they were actually saying, oh, you know, maybe there was one more guy they could use, and they could have picked him up in 2021 free agency, and here they, here they are now with Victor Oladipo. It's kind of like a trial run with him. Like, if things go smoothly now, and uh, hopefully they will, they'll sign him again in the offseason to a better contract, to, like, uh, maybe even a three-year contract, you know, something like that. Uh, so I definitely think this heat squad is stacked again on defense and right now they just got to get the offense going for six i got the knicks i can't even lie i mean let's be honest the knicks haven't been playing good basketball since what the patrick ewing days my goodness all right well not that far 2012 to 2013 but that's still such a long time ago and uh right now they've been playing great though with the all-star and julius randall rj barrett's been having a great season Mitchell Robinson's injured, but when he comes back, I uh, expect him to do st uh, pretty good still. So let's see what uh, they have in store for the rest of the season. A seven to eight, I think it's going to be a dogfight between four teams in particular. 
in particular, the Celtics, Pacers, Bulls, and Hornets. Maybe even the Lake. I said the Lakers. Maybe even the Raptors with Kyle Lowry still there, but who knows? I'm a little uncertain about that and the situation going on there. But Celtics, Pacers, Bulls, and Hornets, they're all going to fight for it. Hornets have been playing surprisingly well. Uh, I was watching the game today against the Suns that they had. Uh, unfortunately, they lost that game in overtime, but to go against a top seed again in the Western Conference without LaMelo Ball and to do that well, it shows how much of a fight they put up. And uh, with Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier still there leading the way, I still think they have a good shot at making the playoffs. So hopefully they do because they're a fun team to watch. And Celtics, they don't have that uh, starting center at ca like caliber type of guy. Uh, they have um, a few people like Romeo Langford and uh, Mo Wagner, who they just traded Daniel Tice for. So they have a big buck. So they have a bigger body in the paint. But maybe they need another center they could get in. Maybe uh, free agency or something they could look through. Uh, if not, then I don't see them making it into the playoffs, surprisingly. You know, when you have such high all-star caliber players in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, the Pacers, meanwhile, I think they have a good chance. But who knows with them, with TJ Warren still out. And I don't think he's returning. I think they actually just confirmed a few days ago that he's not returning for the rest of the season so next year i see them doing better than this year so hopefully we'll at least see them in the playoffs then the bulls obviously they just got vucevic and don't forget the other underrated signing in daniel tice well not signing sorry trade in daniel tice where they gave away mo wagner but they do have a great backup center and uh daniel tice and i see them doing great uh vucevic and Levine, like I said in the last segment, uh, one-two punch, 1A and 1B. So hopefully we do get to see them in the playoffs and Vucevic and Levine are happy with each other. And that's really it for the Western, for the Eastern Conference. Now moving on to the Western Conference, I got the Jazz at first. They've really been there almost all season long and they do deserve to be up there. Amazing defense and offense, well-rounded. All I see is just amazing ball movement going on. They're all happy that they're there. Literally every role is filled there that they need. Uh, they got uh, the thing when it comes to the playoffs is will Donovan Mitchell take it up a notch? I mean, we already saw how how many amazing games he had, fifty plus, and could he also get his teammates involved? That's the question that many are wondering. And the thing is, it's not just going to be on him. His teammates have to step it up too. Obviously, Rudy Gobert. He didn't do as good as everyone thought he was. He was playing great defense, but his offense could have definitely been better against the Nuggets. Uh, then you also got uh, who's that? Mike Conley. Mike Conley has been chosen as an all-star this year after many people decided to drop out due to injuries. Uh, Conley has to step it up. They almost took the Nuggets away last year with him almost making that shot in at the end. But if Conley could get it going, I could see this team being great, along with the other role players like Joe Ingles and uh, Bogdanovich. So let's see what's to come with them. The Suns, we got Chris Paul giving that veteran presence. We got Devin Booker. We got DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, Cameron Payne as a backup guard. This team is really amazing, simply. I also forgot to mention Dario Saric, which is a good, you know, he's a good stretch four guy. But overall, this team's amazing. A bunch of dogs, Jay Crowder, of course, so let's see what comes with them. Uh, they're still a young team, so I don't know how they're going to do in the postseason, but we'll see how that goes. At three, we got the Clippers, we got Kawhi, Paul George, 
Rajan Ronda was added. So uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how much of an impact Ronda makes. We all know playoff Ronda. And I see them at the third, you know, third place because of the injuries that ha- that are happening to the Lakers. So I don't think the Lakers will be going up. And I think the Clippers will be at third. Fourth and fifth, I got the Nuggets and Blazers. I think they're going to end up with a really similar record. Uh, Nikola Jokic having an MVP season, and I think if they get that fourth seed, I think he solidified himself as the MVP uh, with Embiid having injuries as well and LeBron having injuries. That's just going to enhance his case even more. Uh, Jokic is joined by Aaron Gordon from the trade, and then, of course, he has his partner in Jamal Murray and also a young Michael Porter Jr. who's just been getting even better and better throughout the last few games. So I think he could... Up to like up his game to become like a twenty point per game, you know, score eventually in his career. Maybe even next season. Who knows? He's just so talented, and uh, I expect a lot from them. Five. The Blazers got Norman Powell. They made a huge move getting him. Yeah, they sacrificed a little defense by giving away Gary Trent Jr. But Norman Powell is no scrub on defense, and he also brings an amazing offense. They also gave away Rodney Hood. Forgot to mention that, but. Overall, I think they actually did what's best for them, and he had a good debut yesterday. I believe he had 19 points. Actually, no, I think he actually had 22 points. So I think that was... He's just an amazing person to watch. I saw him playing on the Raptors, and uh, hopefully him and the Blazers get it going, and they get that fifth seed. Sixth, I know it's a surprise, the Lakers. I mean, come on, you expect the Lakers to be up there, right? But... Due to the injuries of LeBron and AD, I just don't see them being at the top. Andre Drummond did sign with them recently after a buyout with the Cavs, but if you saw how he played as the main guy leading the Cavs, I don't think he's that type of guy to like help you alone get to the top. And not saying the Lakers have a bunch of scrubs at LeBron or AD, because they, they got a good amount of people there that could ball. But what I'm trying to say is, being the lone star there, I don't think they're going to be going up in the standings, as you saw with the as you saw with uh, LeBron and AD, they've been struggling, and I don't think he's going to improve that vastly by himself. But when it comes to postseason, I think he's going to fill in that JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard role, Dwight Howard role even better than them, actually, of blocking shots and rebounding. Not the best defender, but he's one of the best rebounders we ever saw, and I think his defense is only going to improve playing alongside AD. Uh, seven, I have the Mavericks. I don't think Luka Doncic is going to let them, like, out of the playoffs. He's just been phenomenal. They say he's an MVP candidate, so there's no way, I don't think, he's going to, like, let them be out of the playoffs this year, and who doesn't want to see Luka Magic in the playoffs? So, there's that. Eight, I think, is between the Spurs and the Warriors. Uh, it's interesting. With Greg Popovich's coaching, he he's keeping them in the playoff hunt. Uh, everyone thought they were going to be out again this year after having that sad case of being out last year. Uh, I believe Popovich was with the Spurs for, what, 22 years, I think, where he, ha- where he was in the playoffs with them, and then to have that happen, it was sad of his streak just ending. But I think it's going to start again right now with this, and hopefully they do. In my opinion, I do want the Spurs to get the eighth seed over the Warriors. I know people want to see Steph Curry in the playoffs and all, but I'd rather see a, much, a more healthy and a play act. I said, uh, uh, Clay Thompson packed the Warriors squad next year instead. So I want to, 
So I'd rather be ready for that than see them in the playoffs this year at AC and then struggling after, you know, seeing such an amazing run from them the last few years. So that's my take on that. And uh, Mike, would you like to go now? Yes. So I'm just going to go a quick uh, run through my uh, playoff seating or the standing, and then I'll explain why I have them at that spot. So at the one, I got the Nets, two 76ers, three Bucks. Four Heat, five Hawks, six Celtics, seven Pacers, eight Knicks, nine Raptors, and ten Bulls. So, as of right now, the Brooklyn Nets are the second seed. I think they're just going to go up higher with the newly acquisition of Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. They they literally have it all with Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Durant, Joe Harris. They have really good bigs uh, with an underrated guy with Nicholas Claxton. I feel like doesn't get really talked about much with DeAndre Jordan. And I think they're going to capture the number one seed. I have the 76ers falling to the second seed just due to their injuries with their, uh, the two best players are Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Tobias Harris is having a great year. Seth Curry is having a great year. And uh, I think Doc Rivers was the right coach um, to have over um, Brett Brown. For the three seed, I have the Bucks staying at where they are. Um, Giannis, Holiday, and Middleton, that's a great, great big three with a great supporting cast of Dante DiVincenzo and Brooke Lopez. And I think they're just going to stay where they are. At the four seed, I have the um, Miami Heat jumping from the eight seed to the four seed. And I think that's just because of Oladipo and the fact that Jimmy Butler and uh, Bam Adebayo haven't really been playing uh, much this year. And um, they just have a solid team with Duncan Robinson and uh, Tyler Hero and Andre Godala. I think this team could rise up the standings just like how they rise up into the um, to the playoff moment and they made it to the finals last year. At five, I got the Hawks going up a seed. They've been great since they've uh, fired um, their last coach and they have Nate McMillan now. I, I really like this team. When I first heard of all the acquisitions like Danilo Gallinari when they traded for Clint Capella and Bogey I thought this team was scary they start off the year poorly and that's I think that's more of the say of their injuries but now that they're clicking this is a really scary team at six I have Boston Campbell Walker Jason Tatum Jalen Brown they weren't really doing too well in the beginning of the year as a trio I would say Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown definitely played well but Campbell Walker was falling behind but Campbell Walker as of lately has been playing really good and that they're going to need that because the playoffs are coming up at the seventh seed I had the Pacers the TJ Warren injury is definitely going to hurt them but this team on paper is too stacked with Malcolm Brogdon newly um, acquired Karis Avert a bonus of Miles Turner. It's a very good team with people like TJ McConnell coming off the bench and both the Holiday Brothers. This is a very good team. The eighth seed, I have the Knicks. I have the Knicks falling, and that's because I think that Mitchell Robinson, although he hasn't played a ton of games this year, I think it's really going to hurt them. They're still a young team, and I just I I have them slipping. For the ninth seed, I have the Raptors. They didn't make the trade for Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry, so that's why I'm going to have to bump them up to make the playoffs. With Lowry and Siakam, they're a great team. They were in the finals a couple years ago, so they have the final experience. They did trade Norman Powell for Gary Trent, but I do think that was a good trade. And for the 10th seed, I have to pull my bulls. With the newly acquired Nikola Vucevic, I really expect them to be good this year. They do have a tough schedule at the end of the year, but I do think they can hold on to that 10th seed. I did drop the Hornets, and that's out of the whole um, playing tournament and uh, playoffs because Lamella Ball's injury. I know 
know he's a rookie, but he's been bowling out. He's been getting quite a few triple doubles, and as a rookie, that's really, really impressive. And I think the tandem with uh, Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, and Gordon Hayward, and P.J. Washington, I don't think that's going to be enough for them to drop. I'm looking at the standings right now, and between the fourth seed and the tenth seed, it's only five games. So this could all change by tomorrow. So I do think that they're going to slip due to the Romel ball injury. Going out west, I have the Utah Jazz staying as the number one seed. Uh, Mike Conley has finally integrated into the system well. He's playing very well with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. They're a very great defensive team, and Quinn Snyder is a very underrated coach that I feel like no one talks about. For the number two seed, I have the Clippers going up one. I think Rondo, um, the trade for Rondo was a great, great move for them. They're going to have a playmaker, which they... They've been lacking, and like we've said before, Kawhi Leonard was kind of forced to being a playmaker, and that's not his game. And I feel like the the move for Rondo was going to be great for the Clippers. For number three, I have the Nuggets. Trading for Aaron Gordon is really going to help this team. They have Michael Porter Jr., who's uh, he's a rising star. He fell in the draft, and the, the Nuggets got very, very lucky to get him. And Jamal Murray... He is one of the best young point guards, if not one of the best point guards in the NBA right now. I really love his game, and the Nuggets going to be a really scary team. On number four, I have the Suns falling from the second seed right now to number four. Chris Paul, DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker is a very, very good team. I feel like I also agree with Philip that they're going to be a good regular season team, but come playoff, I think they're still too young. Chris Paul is going to be one of their best veterans, and I know they have Jay Crowder and stuff like that. But I still think they're too young because they're going to rely heavily on DeAndre Aiden and Devin Booker, and they do not have any playoff experience at all. So they've always been the regular season, but they've never been in the playoffs. So I think it's going to be really tough for the Suns. For the five seed, I have the Lakers. These injuries with LeBron James and Anthony Davis is really going to hurt them. And I love the fact that they picked up Andre Drummond. They really needed a big because of the losses of JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. So he's going to be great for them. He's going to grab boards. He's going to play defense. So he's really going to help um, take the focus off from LeBron and uh, AD when they come back. At the sixth seed, I have the Blazers. Um, I love the fact that they uh, traded for Gary Trent. I'm sorry. Yeah, they traded Gary Trent for Norman Powell. CJ McCollum came back, and he is playing out of his mind. Um, Damian Lillard's going to be Damian Lillard. They have Robert Covington, which I thought was a low-key good uh, acquisition from uh, the past offseason. And Nurkic just came back, so this team's going to be very healthy, and I could see them actually switching between the, um, the Blazers and the Lakers. So actually, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to have the Blazers of the five seed, and the Lakers as the six seed, just due to the injuries for LeBron AD and all of the injured people from the Blazers coming back. So I think that's really going to help them. For the seventh seed, I have the Warriors. Jumping from 10 to 7, Curry's been out, and they've, unfortunately, um, Clay Thompson tore his ACL, so he's not able to play with them this year. So once Curry comes back, that's going to help this team so much, especially for Draymond, because Draymond really needs Curry. He tore his Achilles. I'm sorry. Uh, Draymond Green's really going to help them. Uh, well, Curry's going to help Draymond when he gets back. They have a great supporting cast for Kelly Oubre. Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman, who I think is very good. He doesn't really get a ton of minutes with Steve Kerr, but I think he's a really good center. He's going to be one of the best in the future. I have the um, the Mavericks at eight. Um, I like the Mavericks, too. I have them staying at where they are. Unfortunately, Porzingis hasn't been playing as well as Mark Cuban has thought he was going to play with Luka Doncic, so maybe it's possible that they trade him 
for maybe a different person because it's not working too well. But Luca's been very, very well this year. He's been playing very well, and uh, they have a really good team. For the nine, I have the Spurs. What's going to hurt them is LaMarcus Aldridge not being with them anymore. They have very good guards with Lonnie Walker and DeJounte Murray and Derek White, but I feel like the loss of LaMarcus is going to hurt them, not only on the court but in the locker room because he is a very good veteran and he's been his entire career. So I, I have the, um, the Spurs falling a little bit. And for the 10th seed, I have the Grizzlies. What hurts them the most is not having Jaron Jackson play at all this year, but Balanchunas was hurt in the beginning of the year and he's back. They have Brandon Clark. They have J uh, John Moran, Dylan Brooks. They have a very good team, and I can see them sneaking in. I wanted to put the uh, Pelicans into the uh, 10 seed over the Grizzlies, but they have just been underperforming this year. I feel like they should definitely play better with Bledsoe, Stephen Adams, Zion Williamson, and Brandon Ingram, but they just haven't proved it. I think they're one year away from being a really scary team in the West, and that's my 1-10 through 10 seed in the West. No, yeah, definitely. Um, like you're saying, uh, the East and the West are both really competitive. And uh, yeah, that was a team that I also left off was the New Orleans Pelicans. I forgot to mention them before. Uh, Zion is having a great year. Um, it's his second year. Um, I think, you know, he could have won rookie of the year last year had he not gotten injured. Of course, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Steven Adams. Um, I feel like they're definitely a team that they should be playing better than they are. Um, but with the West being so stacked and I, you know, of course you say with the East getting better, um, there are, of course, I mean, it happens every year. Um, there are, you know, teams that are so close to making it, but they're, you know, it's just something that they lack that, you know, makes these other teams get an edge over them. And with the, you know, trade deadline and the new acquisitions for many teams, um, you know, of course, some teams got better. Some teams, of course, got worse. Um, and, you know, it's just um, unfortunate to see the teams that don't make it. Because, um, of course, there are teams that they play hard, but it's uh, too little too late that they have a rough start. Uh, and then they just can't pick it up until it's too late. And then, you know, they fall to the... I mean, I know now this year is different with the playing tournament, but they fall just one. They could even fall through. It's literally your one game off, and that one game, you know, it's win or go home as far as you either make the playoffs or, you know, this year the tournament, or you don't, and, you know, you just got to play better the following year. But uh, definitely looking forward to how the rest of this year is going to pan out. Again, like I mentioned, a lot of teams got better. The Miami Heat, it's going to be interesting to see how they are. Uh, the Celtics, um, even though they're playing not too, good, not too great right now, they did acquire Evan Fournier, who has been playing pretty well for the... Magic and um, the Miami Heat, of course, they got Old Depot. Uh, you know, they're playing well. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, Bam out of Bio is playing good. Uh, Jimmy Butler was hurt for a good portion of the beginning of the year. Him coming back is obviously a huge part for them. Uh, he's, you know, we saw what he did last year in the bubble. They made it to the NBA Finals. Uh, definitely a team to be feared in the East. Um, I guess they could be really considered as a sleeper team, uh, even though we all saw what happened last year. You know, the, net, the Nets right now, I think they make us really overlook, uh, I guess, underlook some of these other teams like Philly, like the Bucks, like the Miami Heat, as teams are like, oh, well, we 
see the, the Nets coming out of the East, so these other teams don't really matter. But the Miami Heat is a scary team, and of of course the Denver Nuggets also are a, a you know they're a great team to look out for. So, like I was saying, I'm interested to see how the seating works, and hopefully the playoffs are fun. And who knows, maybe we could even see some upsets as far as you know some of these teams doing better, doing worse, and um, I'm definitely pumped and ready for the second half of the season. All I know is it's going to be a very interesting year. Uh, I just can't wait to see what's in store for the playoffs and how it's going to be about when it comes to the seedings with all the injuries going on. Hopefully everyone gets back and recovers healthy for the postseason at least, like AD and LeBron. Uh, I know Kevin Durant also is trying to recover from an injury, and hopefully he comes back. Spencer Dinwiddie also, interestingly, might come back, but that's for another segment. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, thank you guys for listening in on our takes for uh, the rankings and who's going to be rising and who's going to be going down. Uh, this is Ayman Aziz, joined by my co-host, Phil, Luch, and a special guest, Mike, and we're out. Have a good one, everyone. Have a good one, everyone. Good night.